Hey, friends and colleagues, it is Nikki from Full Voice Music, and today's episode is not actually part of our regular season, but I wanted to just take a few moments um, because I have to share something so important with you. So our podcast Uh, This episode will be episode 96. And next week, my dear friend Kelly Barham will be our special guest on the podcast. She is sharing her wonderful studio success story. And it is such a fantastic interview. But we are delaying the release of Kelly's podcast because my family and I have suffered a great loss this week on Monday Very suddenly, in his home, my father had a heart attack and passed away. And I am, I am so sad and it's still surreal. Uh, But I have this incredible family. My sister has flown in from Nova Scotia. My brother is flying in from Vancouver. And family and friends from all over have been absolutely amazing with their their kindness and their their condolences and their love and their prayers. And I need to shout out to all my colleagues who from around the world who have sent their love to me. Thank you. I can't I can't even tell you how how blessed I am and how lucky I am to have this amazing community. But I wanted to share a few things too. Some things that I I want um I want to share uh one I want to I want to talk a little bit about the influence that my father has had on my career and um and for those of you uh, who who are using the full voice workbooks and our resources, they would not exist in any shape or form if it weren't for the entrepreneurial spirit and the no-nonsense, no-whining, get-to-work attitude of my father. Now, my father was a singer. My father grew up in, singing in R&B bands in the 60s in Toronto. He had uh, he had a love for performing, and uh, I sang with him. He was my first voice teacher, my first accompanist, and he was the rock of support through all of my musical endeavors, through my entire life. He was always looking for opportunities for me, and he fought for those opportunities. He found me the best voice teachers. He drove me, my parents drove me from Alora to Toronto to be in the Toronto Children's Chorus, to have that world-class experience. And that was an hour drive there and an hour drive home. And there were weekly rehearsals, and of course at, at Christmas time and at concert time, the the constant driving back and forth. But they wanted me to have those opportunities, and my parents worked so hard. And when tours like European tours and all of those opportunities came up, they worked even harder to make sure that I had those opportunities to go. And I am so grateful for their support 
And I know that some of my, my dearest friends and colleagues didn't have that kind of support from their parents. And I know how lucky I am. I also think it was probably my father that kept me from quitting teaching, um, being a performance major and someone who loved to perform. I was not interested in teaching at all. If you had told me in college that I was going to be a teacher and absolutely love it, I would have laughed at you. Um, but like many performance majors, I soon discovered that making a living from performing was not very easy to do. And so teaching became a part-time job for me. And not having any colleagues or resources or any clue whatsoever to what I was doing, teaching soon became a part-time job that I hated. That's right. I was miserable. I did not like it. And I was young and I needed the money. Anyhow, I was complaining to my dad one day about uh, how much it was, it was so miserable and how much I did not like teaching. And my dad looked at me, he's like, you know, nobody wants to have a teacher that is not passionate about what they are doing. He's like, if you, if you don't fix this situation, you should probably find something else to do. And he was right. Uh, he was absolutely right because, uh, I wasn't in a location that was conducive to inspired teaching and I found another job. Uh, and I started to connect with other teachers and I met my good longtime friend and colleague, Mim Adams, and we started to talk about the challenges of teaching voice and we started created, we started to create these one page worksheets that we used and we compared and we checked and we tested with our students and we saw uh, far more engagement and the kids were having much more fun in their lessons. And that was the beginning of the full voice workbooks, almost 20, I don't even know, I can't do math now, um, but over 20 years ago. And it was that nudge from my father that, that forced me to level up and to grow and to not accept something that wasn't working. And my dad has always said, you should never do anything that you do not love. You should never put the time and effort into anything that doesn't bring you joy. So I have to thank my dad for that. So for those of you who are using our resources, they are in existence because of my dad, George Loney, and I am forever grateful for that. Now, the other thing that I wanted to mention, and I have been thinking about a lot. Uh, of course, upon learning about my father's passing, I immediately had to uh, cancel all of my lessons. I, uh, I'm first of all, I want to um, shout out to Michelle Marquardt DeVoe, who insisted and rightfully so that I get an assistant. And uh, my assistant, Heidi, has taken care of getting in touch with all my students and um, managing the messages coming in and out. She has been a life saver. Um, but the most important thing is that because a few years ago, I took some very hard 
and scary steps and changed my business and my studio policies to a tuition-based policy with flex weeks, I did not have to worry at all about canceling this week's lessons. So for those of you who are wondering what that is, um, there are different ways to structure it, actually. And if you haven't checked out um, the fee, the Lesson Fee Structures podcast with Michelle Marquardt DeVoe or the Updating Your Studio Policy podcast that I did, I think, two years ago when I made these scary changes, excuse me, um, when I made these changes, so the Updating Your Studio Policy uh, podcast talked about the whole process. Um, please go back and listen to them. There's a lot of great information. Um, you and you, I know if you're on the forums, you you'll see these these conversations. Uh, but I still see so many teachers that do the pay as you go once a month kind of please don't cancel too much, or I'll have to write a very stern warning in my policies. Um, because I have a flex week. So flex weeks are those weeks where you, um, they're open weeks where regular lessons are not scheduled. These are for lessons that need to be what people would call made up. So perhaps a student was sick. Perhaps there was a snow day. Last year, we had more snow days than I have had in my entire career of teaching. And again, the Flex Weeks covered that and everybody was able to get their scheduled lessons in. And by scheduled, I mean the lessons that they are promised. So in my teaching studio, my students uh, get 31 lessons between September and May. And within those weeks, there are these flexible weeks that can be used when a student has missed a lesson or when the teacher has missed a lesson. So flex weeks aren't just for your families, they're for you. And not if an emergency happens, but when the emergency happens. So I have no worries. I canceled this week's worth of lessons. None of my families are concerned. I am not fielding questions about, well, I've paid for this and I get my lesson. And I know that this is something that has happened to my colleagues when they've gotten ill or there's been a death in the family. So we can set up our businesses to serve not only our needs and to be flexible for emergencies, but also serve our families. It is possible. And I don't have to worry also about a decrease in my income. So when the invoices go out this month, they will be the exact same amount that they were last month because the flex weeks will take care of the missed lessons. That has brought me so much peace this week. I am not worried about my students, my business, my money. All of these things are in place and I can take care of the things that I need to take care of. And I 
I wish that for all my friends and colleagues listening to this podcast. This is why I I have Michelle come back and talk about money and policies and setting boundaries. And this is why we share great resources because this is a business that you can you you need to to set up and it shouldn't be hand to mouth. And it shouldn't be in jeopardy when an emergency, uh, small or large, happens in your life. So I see you. I see you out there still running the, I'll just get paid for when you come in for lesson studio. I see you soon to be moms who are teaching till the last second because you don't want to miss any time or any money. I see you. I see you and I want you to be safe and I want you to have a successful business and I want you, I want you to go back and listen to those podcasts and, and set up a business that works for you. So I'm going to end things there. Again, heartfelt thanks to all the teachers that have reached out and to all my friends and colleagues from around the world for their kind words and their love and their support. It means so much. I am so, so blessed to have all of you in my life. I am always wishing you inspired teaching and happy singing. And I am, I'm saying thanks to my dad for everything.